0: hello everybody and welcome to my podcast number two uh we're going to talk about digital citizenship um before looking into digital citizenship and different aspects of just living online basically uh, with this class it's not something i i really thought about before technically we are all digital citizens we all have social medias to some degree, if not for school, for our own personal use. Um, we interact with other people via online, even if it's just sending emails. That's still, I would still count that as being a part of the digital world. Using your cell phone, sending emails, sending text messages, sending pictures, commenting on things online. Uh, you know, com contributing to a blog, contributing to a cause, all different aspects of being part of a digital citizen. Um, One thing that really stood out to me was that through this digital world that we're in now, there are different avenues that have been opened up to us. In the past, and I know for certain for me, just doing volunteerships and helping other people out—it was actually a time-consuming thing. You had to get up, leave your house, interact, <laughs> and you know how much we don't like to interact so much anymore. Now you can do it online. You can find a cause online. You can interact with people online. You can get a message out there. You can get a cause out there. Show, uh, get traction on a cause. Maybe. This particular cause you're really passionate about, but not many people know about it. A few clicks online, you could spread this cause to the world. You can get more people on board to help these people out or these organizations out. And that's not something that was possible maybe uh, 10 years ago. I don't know. Um, so that's, that's a really big aspect of digital citizenship. And speaking of digital digital citizenship, just like regular citizenship, Something I didn't think about, you have to protect yourself online just as you would protect yourself in the real world. You have to know how to maneuver certain avenues, uh, respectively and safely so that your person, your digital person does not get negative repercussions, um, you know, a lot of times people don't think about the things they post, the things they comment on, or the the people they interact with, and what they might post and comment on. And at the end of the day, it it re- also reflects on you. Um, and that's really not something people think about too often. The fact that nowadays you go into a job interview and they might ask you about your social medias. And through different readings that I've done this week for class, I've come across. <clears throat> the thought that having absolutely no digital presence can be just as bad as having that poor one where you're interacting with the people who tag you in in terrible pictures and make you make you have a improper look uh in the digital world so you know you go into a job interview and they ask you what social media are you on if i look you up what am i going to see that's something that hit home for me because I'm going to be looking for a new job soon. I'm going to be trying to go to different school districts to see where I can fit in. And that thought, what will they find when they look at look for me? Um reading Edu Edu Magic, I came across um a challenge. Google yourself. See what will other people see if they google you. And I have to say, I don't know if they will have any thought of who I am um, through Googling me. I mean, after this class, I'm going to have a few podcasts up. I'm going to have this nice blog to look in. But before that, there was nothing really representing me. Um, And that's not something I really thought about. I personally had that thought in the past. Oh, I hope nobody can Google me and find anything. I didn't really want to be Googleable. But now I'm like... I guess for the future, since this is a, a growing digital world, if I want my foot in the door somewhere, I want someone to be able to Google me. I want them to be able to see my attributes and things that I've contributed to. I want that. We should all want that because honestly, if you meet somebody new, what do you what's the first thing you do? You look them up. You see if they have a Facebook or a Twitter, you see what they're a part, what they're about. Any, any organizations they're uh, involved in. These are things that you look into when you meet new people. So why wouldn't an employer do that for you? Why wouldn't an organization that you're trying to join do that for you? That's something that you really have to think about. And that's not something I personally thought about prior to this class, prior to this experience. So, you know, I, I challenge you guys. Google yourself. What will what will someone see when they google you are they going to see nothing at all are they going to see things that's alarming are they going to see things that's going to confuse them as to who you are are they going to see things that's going to paint a picture of who you are you don't know you have to google and see Uh, another aspect that uh stood out to me was your privacy's online So often you go online and you you sign into different things and you don't think about the terms and conditions and, and what they have access to. You just want to play this game. You just want this application. But at the end of the day, you're kind of signing away your information. You're signing away the ability to access your photos. You're signing away the ability to, you know, use your camera, things like that you don't think about. So that's another challenge. Challenge you to read the terms and conditions, to look at the privacies and privacy settings on your applications. What do you want to opt out of? What do you want to keep? Is it worth it to have this application? These are all things to think about because you're a digital citizen in this digital world. You wouldn't you wouldn't check a box to let somebody look into your house whenever they want it to. So why would you check a box that might give them permission to have access to your photos and access to portions of your phone. There's so many things I just never thought about. And I'm sure a lot of people don't think about that either when you're just moving through your digital world. And that's why I feel like it's important to have good education in this new digital world. There needs to be education on how to be a good digital citizen, how to maneuver the digital world safely, respectfully, uh, in a matter that's going to reflect great upon you. In a matter that's going to contribute to the greater good. In a matter that's going to uplift the people you interact with. And there's so many things to think about. I feel like I it, my eyes are open. I'm going to look more into it and I challenge the rest of you to look more into it. We are digital citizens. Just like we are citizens in this world, we are citizens in the digital world. So think about it. The things that you would not wouldn't allow in the real world, what are the equivalents in the digital world? Would you allow them there?